You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 312 with Anna East Goldberg. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Well, hello, everyone. I'm super excited for today's episode. We are going to be talking about changing the way that we eat so that it can help us feel younger and not only that, but to feel better. I think so many of us get stuck in, you know, we eat certain things so that we can lose weight or stay at a certain weight. And it's not so much about how do we actually feel. And if you've heard me talk about this before um, in the past couple of years, especially in 2019, when I lost over 50 pounds, um, at that time, I realized I really need to pull back dairy because it was just causing sinus infections because it was causing inflammation for me. So I didn't do that for dieting purposes. I didn't do that to lose weight. I just know that my body does not like that. Not living outside of Nashville, Tennessee anyways, because it's a bowl here. So the pollen, everything, the allergies are really hard. So maybe I lived in another state, I could kind of handle it better. But we're going to be talking about why Anais got rid of a lot of things and, and how it made her look younger. And not only that, one of her family members thought she had a nose job because that's how much inflammation she had in her nose. And then when she cut it out, it changed the size of her nose. So she cleared up joint pain, acne cleared up. Um, she too was having constant sinus infections and all these other things. And so it really improved the quality of her life. And so if you have been having a hard time with this, especially if you're in your late thirties, going into your forties and things are just changing hormonally, all that kind of stuff, this is the perfect episode for you. If you have friends that you feel like they are really having challenges and they can't figure out what it is, have them listen to this episode because it is so true what we, we are made up of what we eat. And there's just things that like, you may not be thinking could be causing a problem. And this episode really like opened up my eyes to be like, oh, like I should maybe think about that. And, or kind of just think about maybe I need to prepare things differently if I am going to consume that. So I hope you guys are really inspired and just encouraged that, um, there is light at the end of the tunnel. If you feel like you're stuck and you just have no idea where to go. And I hope this makes you feel like there is a chance to feel younger, even as we age and that we can look younger from the inside out. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Anais, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me, Amber. Okay. So I like to ask an icebreaker to start off the show. And I always love to leave my listeners a little bit more inspired. Um, so my question is, what is one thing that you wish you could tell your younger self? I wish I could tell my younger self to disappoint as many people as you possibly can. Mm. Oh, this is an interesting one. Okay. Tell me about this. You know, um, I grew up in, I think a lot of ethnic families are like this, where, where it's very much about your family and expectations and what your, your parents, friends mm -hmm. think of you and what your teachers think of you. And just every, all the messages you're getting are always don't embarrass me, mm. make me proud. Don't disappoint me. So we are constantly sending messages. I was constantly being sent the message that who I am should be what my parents want me to be yeah, or what society right. wants me to be or what my teachers want me to be or what my, you know, aunts and uncles or, you know, what I'm, where right. I'm going. Yes. Yep. Um, so I, um, I am very careful to not 
use the word disappointed with my children. I like that. Yeah. When like you've disappointed me or anything. I and I tell them, don't be afraid to disappoint me. When I mm-hmm. tell them, would you like to do something? And I can hear they're like a little <laughs> they I have one of them who I can really tell is a is a pleaser. Yes. And I and I say to her, Cece, don't say yes to me because you think that's what I want you to do. If Aww. if that's something that you really don't want to do, that's okay. It's yeah. okay to disappoint. I'm not going to be disappointed. I want you to do it because you want to do it. I'm just wondering if you want to do it. I love that. Um, mm-hmm. So I tell my kids, this, it's okay to disappoint me. You do what's right for you in your heart. I love that. And, you know, I think that's really true for girls, right? Like, I yes. feel like they're, you know, I don't want to leave the boys out, but I, there is something about girls that I feel like they feel like they have to um, really get that approval. Right. And then that causes issues as they get older to not really go for what they really want. It's kind of like they're waiting. Uh, what does everybody else want me to do? Like, I don't know. Kind of like what you said, I don't want to disappoint. Um, where I think boys are raised to not think that way. Like they're kind of just like, you gotta, you know, you go out, you go do what you need to do, you know, and take charge, take lead and all that stuff. So, um, I think that's great. I think, I think it's good to teach our kids. I mean, boys and girls, but like really with the girls to kind of like what you're saying with your daughter that you made a point of saying, you can say no, it's not going to disappoint me, you know, because you know that she doesn't want to like upset or disappoint you. So I think that's, that's also good to be aware of your children's personalities as well. Yes. Yes. I love it. Okay. So how about you tell us your full name, where you live and how many kids you have? My name is Anais Goldberg. Um, I kind of feel like I should say Anais Chavez Goldberg because okay. Chavez was my maiden name sure. and, um, being a, a Latina is such a strong part of my identity, oh, which yeah. I feel like I lost a little bit when I got the Goldberg last name. Cause oh, I, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, I, I do look Caucasian. Um, so, you know, people see me and, and they don't know that about me. They don't. Right. Um, and I live in Sherman Oaks, California, and I have three little girls. I have a eight-year-old and six and a half-year-old twins. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. You're busy. Especially with the twins, right? Yeah. I mean, just having twins, I just feel like it's double everything. I mean, especially when they're younger, you know, double diapers, double everything. So, oh, yeah. I had three, I had three in diapers. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. And I know what you're saying too about, um, that maybe you don't look, uh, a certain way you look, you look white or whatever. I, I have people, so it's interesting because I have Indonesia. My dad is from Indonesia, but he's Dutch Indonesian. And, uh, people are always just kind of like, what are you? Like, I never take offense to it, but it's just like, they can, they're like, I can't quite figure out what it is. Like, and so, uh, I could see like what you're saying about that. And then, and then having a, a, totally different last name, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. That is not connected to your background. Uh, People probably just think, yeah, you're just, you know, uh, I can see why you wanted to add is my whole point and and wanting to hold on to that because it it does sound like it's a big part of your culture. Um, Okay. So I could talk about that for, I could just keep going. So I'm going to jump in and say, um, how about you share with us how you got to where you are today? And then we'll jump into the interview. Okay. Well, I feel like I, um, my path to getting to where I am today came from several roads that all pointed to one little intersection. And that's where I am right now. 
Um, I grew up watching my grandmother cook who practically raised us. She lived at our house for um, the majority of the week and then she would go home and she would make all our meals and I had brothers. So um, my only female interactions throughout the day, throughout my days were just hanging out in the kitchen with my grandmother. And I just was very connected with her. Um, and that's what she loved to do all day long. Um, so I would watch her a lot. Um, and then when I um, moved on my own, I started, you know, wa wanting to know how to cook for myself because uh, I discovered that I really needed to start making my own meals. I used to be well, I still am a very hard worker, but I used to be incredibly busy. I went mm -hmm. to, I worked full time um, and went to school at night and went to the gym starting at 6 a.m. because I knew I could not get later. to uh, do yeah. it later. So I would start my days at 6 a.m. and then um, at 10.30 p.m. when I would come home from, from you know, university. Yeah. And I was spending three three meals out of my house every single day. Wow. And number one, it's expensive. And number two, it's horrible for you. Yeah. Um, so when I wanted to, uh, you know, learn how I wanted, I was motivated to succeed on the South beach diet at one point. And I bought the book and I looked through it. I was like, I've got to make everything myself. So I, um, at that point, the only time I had were Saturdays and Sundays. So Sunday nights, I decided to cook all the food that I needed to make for that week mm. on Sunday night and just have it in the refrigerator and take it with me throughout my days of, you know, being at work and being at school and all of that. Um, so that's one road that I took. Mm. Um, and then, you know, I, I succeeded. I continued to live, uh, my life, my twenties. Um, I had my children, uh, I was kind of, um, you know, I, I kind of had accepted after I had my twins that the weight just wasn't coming off like it used to. And I still did my exercises mm -hmm. and I was still okay. And I'm like, you know what, <laughs> this is life and yeah. whatever yep. I'm, you know, 38 years old now, it's not a big deal, <laughs> you know? Let, let's just go on with it. And I was just doing all the old things that I did to lose right. weight, but yep. it really wasn't working. Um, and, and I really didn't care that much to be quite honest. I, I was so focused on my family and my kids. Um, and then one night I was listening to the goop podcast, yeah. um, just passively listening, cleaning up the house after dinner and putting the kids down and all of that. Um, and I heard Dr. Stephen Gundry talking about his book, The Plant Paradox, and um, he, how he was talking about how it really helps people with autoimmune disease and helping to reverse autoimmune disease. And he kept mentioning Crohn's disease a few times. Oh. I, do not, I do not have Crohn's disease, mm -hmm. but I have a family member who does. So I sent this um, family member the podcast. Um, and I also sent it to her husband, who is a physician. Hmm. And I said, I said, you should look into this, um, this book for your Crohn's disease. And her physician husband responded to me, why don't you do it for your thyroid disease? 
I was oh. like, oh, and a light bulb went off. Yeah. Because I, like, I never thought of my, my hypothyroidism oh. as an autoimmune. autoimmune. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Mm-hmm. It was just something that I was living with and taking medication so for my yeah. entire life. Sure. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. And just like the, the simple power of suggestion. And I'm one of those all or nothing people. So I just got on the, like the moment he said that text, text message came through, I like just got online and looked up the yes and the no list, ordered the book. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it starting tomorrow. I'm going to try my best. I love it. And, and then when the book came and I listened to, I think I listened to the audio book to begin with and I dove in 100%. And, um, and I, just did it. And within two weeks, um, all of a sudden one day I, I noticed that when I got up in the morning, I didn't have this very familiar, um, achiness or on my, um, shoulders and hips that I always used to feel. And I was like, Whoa, I, I feel completely liberated in my joints. Like I always had this achiness about me that oh, I wow. just was like, this is for my kids, always picking them up and, you know, you know how you just write things off? Well, yeah, especially and, uh, as you get older, you just kind of th- like you were saying about your weight, right? You're just kind of like, okay, this is just what life is. Yes, exactly. Right. Yep. And I lost weight hmm. and I, my, my hair stopped falling out. Um, I used to always have pimples on my back or oh. my, mm-hmm. or my shoulders. It was like always one, always one what it was never clear there was always at least one I, that has not I have not had one in mm. since I started this so that's when I oh and the biggest thing was a sinus infection oh my gosh I had a sinus infection that lasted two years what it was yes it just I could not keep my sinus oh. passages clear yeah and it became like a everybody's like you're always sick I'm like no it's not I'm not sick it's a sinus infection all of that was information. I was a walking mm. ball of information and I decided, okay, I'm never deterring from this lifestyle again yeah. because I always want to feel my best. Right. And as a result, I started looking my best too. I love it. People see me now as opposed to pictures Before. of me mm-hmm. seven years ago, 10 years ago, even. And they're like, you look like a different person. I wonder if you look like more alive, right? Like more clear, clear eyed, clear skin, you know, your hair is more vibrant. Is that kind of like what you feel like people are yes, seeing? And plus the anti-aging of taking away the inflammation. Exactly. Yes. My, my hair is smoother. You know, the, that like, um, how sometimes like in the back of your hair, you, no matter how much you blow dry it, you can't get that frizz to go away. Yeah. Yes. That yeah. doesn't exist for me anymore. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I have thicker hair. Um, my, I used to see like these bags under my eyes that I recognized oh. in women in my family. Yeah. I don't have those anymore. Um, you know, what's so funny is, um, my cousin insists that I went and got a nose job in secret. And I'm like, I did not get a that's nose job. Hilarious. Well, that's how good you look girl that they're like, you had surgery. <laughs> oh yeah. But, but the, what she's noticing is that my nose is thinner and my nose was thicker oh. because it was always inflamed. Oh, because of the sinus infection. The yes. sinuses. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So one thing I, one thing I wanted to say about this is so in 2019, when I lost over 50 pounds, um, I, I too would get sinuses, uh, a sinus infection because I live in Nashville and it's a bowl. So, um, allergies just kind of, you know, the pollen just kind of sits there and, 
uh, I got it when my first sinus infection, when, when I was pregnant with my daughter, I never had it before. Well, what I realized, um, in 2019 is that I had to cut out dairy. So for me, that causes too much inflammation. Now, uh-huh. I, I don't tell people that everybody needs to cut out dairy, but uh, for my body type and maybe my ethnic background, I just, it does not work. And so when I have a little bit of dairy, I can, do you know where I feel the, right away? In my sinuses. I'm like, no, no, no. And so for, so for me, I had to cut that back so that I didn't keep running into that because I didn't want to keep taking antibiotics and doing that and ruining my gut every time. Um, so I'm curious for you with your diet in a nutshell, and also I wanted to ask this, okay, so I'll ask this and then we can jump into that. Um, I'm curious why you got, why you broke out on your back and your shoulders versus like your face. Do you, do you know why it was specific to there, that area? You know, I don't know why it was specific to that area. Yeah. Um, I had acne all through um, my adolescence. Mm, okay. Starting starting in probably fourth or fifth grade, I really started oh, wow. having, yeah, yeah, very early. I started okay. having um, really bad acne in my face. And then it was always in my chest and my shoulders. Oh, um, yeah. mm-hmm. And it didn't stop until I got on birth control in high school, which I don't oh. recommend. Yeah, right. But <laughs> but, um, the, my mom, you know, wanted to cure me of my acne, of, of course. course. So she took me to the dermatologist yeah. and the dermatologist put me on a never ending round of antibiotics oh, for, my to goodness. treat my acne. Uh-huh. Oh, I took, gosh. I was on tetracycline from the time I was probably 11. Oh my it, gosh. <laughs> until uh, maybe. I don't know, 13, 14. Imagine no. No. three years of just, I can't. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I hate antibiotics. I granted when, I when, when you need it, you need it and thank goodness for them. Right. But, but they don't, they make me feel sick. Like the moment I swallow that, I'm telling you, I'm kind of like, I can, f- I don't feel normal. I'm like, no, no. And so, um, I can only imagine taking that as an 11 year old, uh, for nonstop for a few years. So, um, yeah. And I ask all these questions, right. Because I, I want somebody who's out there who's like, yeah, that was me. Or I had acne on my back and my shoulders and my chest, because I do think there probably is something to it that you're getting it there versus maybe somewhere else. Um, so here's a question that everyone's going to be thinking, Amber, you need to ask this question. Um, and then we'll dive a little bit deeper. So what was the main gist of it, um, of the diet and what were you pulling out that cleared up the acne, your, um, arthritis, even if it wasn't technically arthritis, but that's what it felt like. And, um, what was it mainly that you're, that you were eating and what you pulled out? Um, I eliminated, uh, I, well, I eliminated all refined sugar, which I already wasn't a a big sugar person. Um, and especially since I was trying to, you know, actively sort of slash passively kind of lose weight or maintain my weight at a minimum. I wasn't doing a lot of sugar, but what I really eliminated were grains, Oh, Um, Mm -hmm. quinoa, oats, uh, flowers of any kind. Mm -hmm. Um, I eliminated all cow's dairy. Um, so I can still tolerate goats, uh, goats and sheep dairy just fine. Um, and, um, a two milk, which is like a strange technicality. So you can have that. Okay. So with, 
with the dairy, do you feel like the, so for you, do you feel like the dairy was connected to your sinus or do you feel like that might've been the grains? I think it was all of it. Okay. All of it. All, right. all of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, for sure. Yeah. And, and so you, so you don't feel anything with sheep and the goat dairy, like you feel fine. No, I feel totally fine. Now. With um, the, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no. Go ahead. With the grain free. Um, you know, I think a lot of people might be like, oh my gosh, like you're even talking about things that don't even have gluten in it, right? Like oats and, and quinoa and whatnot. So what do you think made you feel like, I know I need to just get rid of all grains. It doesn't matter if it has gluten in it or not. Um, well, it's the concept of lectins, which are oh. inflammatory properties in, um, in plants that will cause an autoimmune effect on your body. So things with any whole, any kind of seeds or grains with that contain a, a husk, yeah, um, contain lectins. Got it. So okay. quinoa. Yeah. So you have to pressure cook. Oh, I eliminated legumes. Mm. Um, I've reintegrated them back in, but I I cook them properly. I, I soak them for several days, oh. um, and then I pressure cook them, and that eliminates lectins. And and oh. then I do tolerate them in okay um, in small amounts. What did that look like when you didn't tolerate it? What did you notice? What was the side effect or your symptoms? Constant bloating. Um, mm. uh, like I said, like the achiness in my joints. Um, oh, the oils were a big thing. Canola oil. Oh, yeah. Um, any oh, kind of seed, seed oils, oil. Right? All seed the refined oils? seed yep. oils. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so what so oil now- do you work? What oil do you use? Olive oil? Olive oil is is my very best. Okay. Um, what I, I feel like I tolerate the, the very best and that might have to do with my, um, ancestral background. Yeah. Yep. Um, ghee is great. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I, and I use some high quality butter, um, just to finish things. Cause you know, butter browns yeah, so easily. Nice. And I know. Yep. I know. I love butter. <laughs> um, and I use avocado oil if I want some kind of a flavorless oil. Um, sesame oil is great, but it's definitely a specific flavor. Now, um, even yeah. though that's a seed, right? That doesn't cause the same yes, issue. It doesn't have, cause the same issue because there oh. are a li- so, uh, there's just a few little, um, you know, nuances. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. What mm-hmm. would, what would you say was like the hardest part for you to give up? Out of when when I'm listening to you talk about what you got rid of and what now what you eat. Um, I would say the biggest life change was probably the um. Uh, getting grains. probably getting rid of the the grains because yeah. that includes like flour, yeah. you know, yeah, and I, and it's in almost everything. And then even when you're looking for things that mm-hmm. you're, you you get attracted to a package at the market, you're like, oh, gluten free. <laughs> it's like, oh, I wonder if I can uh, I can eat this. And yeah. then you look at the ingredients and you see that it's made with corn flour and rice flour. You're like, no, nope. yeah, yep. oh yeah, because you don't have rice, right? I, I don't. Every now and then I have um, some white rice because okay. white rice is actually totally fine. I just yeah. don't have too much of it because sure. um, I just don't have too much of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Uh huh. So but what do you white, do? Oh, sorry. Yeah, Go white ahead. basmati rice is great. I'm sorry. Say that last part. White basmati rice. Oh, rice. Oh, white basmati is, rice. Okay, that's mm-hmm. good. excellent. Um, now, what a, what do you, what do you do with your girls? Right? Like, are they eating that way? Do you let them eat? The foods that you don't eat, like, what does that look like? Because I think this is the challenge, right? Especially living in the United States and going to school and then everybody's eating stuff. And then it, it, it's a challenge, right? So I'm curious, uh, well, how long have you been doing this? 
I've been doing this since 2018, I believe, or 2017. Okay. Actually, yeah, 2017. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So with that said, or maybe what does, 18. That, what does that look like with your kids and your husband? Okay. okay. <laughs> yes. So my husband actually, um, it's so funny because he listened to the book with me because I would listen to it a lot of times. And, and so he, he knows more or less the thing, but you know, men are men. Like he, he, he has the same information I have, but I see him sneak into the pantry getting the kids snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and you know what I wanted to say this too, is that if you don't have, I feel like the physical symptoms, it's harder to get yourself. Now you may say that your husband does, but I feel like it's harder. You could see that you could feel better. Right. And that drives you to avoid that. But if you don't have that, it's kind of like, your brain's like, why am I, why am I just depriving myself? But when you're like, oh my joints don't hurt. Um, my skin looks better. My hair looks better. You know, there's a motivation, you know, for me, it's hard to not have dairy. Uh, I still see lots of cheese that I want to eat and I watch people eat ice cream in front of me. Uh, but I don't want a sinus infection. So it's a big enough thing that I'm like, it's okay. Um, so does your husband not really have those kind of symptoms that it would be such a relief if you took him out? Right. Like in my opinion, he does have some symptoms, but they're not enough for him to be, you know, impactful enough. enough. And also I kind of control the ingredients that come into the house. True. You know, right. I do the food shopping. So yeah, not everything is super, um, you know, I, I let my kids have some, some fun snacks here and there. And they're like fun in, in my regard, not, they're not like what Fun goes on at their else. friends' houses. <laughs> there's no goldfish at my house. There's no mm. pirate's booty at my house. But there's like, you know, the dried fruit from Trader Joe's or the freeze dried fruit or the, you know, the there's little things um, that they can they feel like they're indulging for sure. sure. Yeah. Um, and I don't sweat what happens outside of my house. I don't want to. I I don't want to do that thing yeah. to my kid where they're. Right where they're, you know, sitting at school for a class party and the teacher has to go and pull like oh, a, yeah. a special, a special snack, snack out yeah. of like a, a, a treasure trove that's <laughs> private just for them that they're going to have when everybody else is having a donut. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, like I just, I just don't think that's the right thing to yeah. do, but I do try to make my girls conscious about, um, just the, nutrients that are on their plate so they want to have you know for example cereal and of course i get like the grain-free cereal which they're satisfied with but um for example if we were to have cereal in the morning i know that that's basically mainly just carbs and right. a, a tiny amount of protein and mm-hmm. the milk yep um so i'll say to them where's your fiber Let's mm. have some fiber and I'll pull out. I'm like, what nuts do you have? want? sky's the limit. You know, I try to get them to have some fat. I'm like, where's your fat? Where's your protein? Where's yeah. your fiber? And I try to make them conscious of that. Um, or sometimes I serve them a plate and I say, okay, show me where the fiber is on this plate. I'm like, I want you to eat that first, mm. eat the fiber first, and then you can move on to the other stuff and then have your, you know, your sourdough toast with cinnamon and sugar and butter, (laughs) whatever. Yeah. I love that. Well, let me ask you what, so the listeners know too, like, why do you value fiber so much? 
um, especially teaching the girls? Because it's good for their gut. It keeps them regular. Um, it keeps them satiated. Um, when I, you know, my girls are sick, so every now yeah. and then I have to go in and help a little bit in the bathroom. Yes. Um, but <laughs> what is, uh, pardon me for being too graphic, but when I look in that toilet and I see oh. a, like very hard yeah. ball stools, I'm like, okay. Oh, they haven't had enough fiber. Yeah. Something's yeah. not going right yeah, here. Makes sense. We gotta, we gotta, um, you're, you're giving me Fix some it. information that I yep. got to work on. Yeah. Um, so I just try to make them conscious about their health. I don't m- ever make it about, um, weight. Wait, I, right. I never let my girls hear me say anything mm-hmm. about my own weight or about somebody else's weight. Um, and as, as a matter of fact, they heard, um, my, my dad say something about, you know, my mom's butt oh. um, <laughs> and the size of it. And they, and they said to him, Bobby, we don't comment on the size of people on the shape of people's bodies. Aww. And I was so proud of that. That's so cute. <laughs> yes, I do. I love that. I, I think that's such a good lesson. Do you feel like you can achieve so much in life, but your weight loss? Maybe you feel like you're stuck and you want to leave counting calories and dieting behind. Or maybe you find yourself spending so much energy thinking about how to lose weight, what to eat, and even can you keep this off if you get to goal? I know for me, that was the case before 2019 when I lost over 50 pounds and I kept it off. And I want to help you lose weight the way that I did it. I want to help you figure out why is the weight a symptom for something else going on in your life? Because did you know that the weight gain is not usually based off of hunger issues? It's usually because you're not fulfilled in other areas of your life. So we go for food because it's a quick dopamine hit or a quick fix. So if you want to figure out how to live life without worrying about going to a party or going on vacation or staying in other people's homes without gaining weight, then this session is for you. How it works is you jump on a 30 minute coaching session with me. We come up with a plan right then and there so you can implement it the moment we get off our Zoom call. If you decide that you want to work that plan with me and have that weekly accountability for several months and dive deep to figure out what is really holding you back, we can do that too. But there is no pressure to do that. If you just want to jump on and chat with me and get your plan, that is a-okay. These mini coaching sessions are my way to give back to you guys. So I hope you take advantage of it. So if you're interested in more details, you can DM me at Mom Inspired Living. Or if you know this is something you really have been wanting to do, but you've just been sitting on the fence, go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash coaching and grab a day and time that works for you. If you can't find a day or time that works for you, you can email me at amber at mominspiredshow.com or message me at mominspiredliving, whatever works best for you. This will all be in the show notes so that if you forget what I just said, go to the show notes and you'll get all that information. I can't wait to chat. Now let's get back to the show. So walk me through, I, okay, I want, I want you to walk me through what you eat in a day and then what your girls eat in a day, especially when they go to school. Okay. What I eat in a day, um, I usually don't do breakfast. Uh, I do um, black coffee. I do a lot of coffee. So I do black coffee and then um, a serving of coffee with blended up with MCT oil. And I add um, cinnamon to it. I'll um, clove powder, um, allspice is what I meant to say. Um, A little bit of vanilla powder to get like some really good flavors and also yeah. polyphenols in those spices. 
Um, what is a polyphenol? What's polyphenol? Po- oh, polyphenols are these magical, <laughs> wonderful things that you should be putting in your body oh. as much as possible. They are, um, they're not quite antioxidants, mm. but they think of them as plant chemicals that are so good for you. They're going to protect you um, from uh, damage to your skin, mm. to your body. Your gut loves them. You should <laughs> seek out as many polyphenols as possible. And they are in so many foods that are great for you. They are very high in um, olive oil, has a tremendous amount of polyphenols, mm. avocados, mm. um walnuts, uh, spices, turmeric, all of these things. So I try to spend my days just loading up with as many polyphenols as possible. Um, well, now let me also, ask you, what do you put in your coffee to get the polyphenols? The cinnamon. Cinnamon, oh, the has, cinnamon is a polyphenol. Oh, okay, uh-huh. gotcha. okay. Cinnamon, cinnamon, allspice, which I've just integrated yep. into it. Um, so there are my polyphenols. Um, Okay. And let me and, ask you, let me back up for a second. Yes. So is, do you do intermittent fasting? Is that why you don't do. have your breakfast? Yes. Okay. So let's just back up without going into a whole intermittent fasting um, episode. Um, what do you, what time do you stop eating and what time do you start eating besides your coffee in the morning? Like how long is your fast? I should say. Um, I, my goal for a fast is 16 hours, but I'm cool with 14. Okay. I used to, I used to be a little crazy and do 18 to 20, but oh, mm-hmm. I just didn't, I, I didn't see much more benefits in that as opposed to the other. So, okay. Do you do that? What is your main reason to do that? Like, what do you find helps you uh, with that? Um, I find that it helps with uh, bloat. Mm. And more than anything, I know for a fact that uh, it helps with anti-aging. So that's why I really do it. Do you feel like it helps with anti-aging because it's giving your body a break from constantly breaking down stuff? Or like, what is the main gist with that? Well, when you put your body through small amounts of stress, small amounts of stress for a short amount of period, mm. a short amount of time, um, it inst- uh, provokes, it invokes a mm-hmm. process called autophagy, which is your your cells shedding the weak cells. It's kind of oh, like a recycling yeah. system of your cells. So all those weaker cells are going to die off because they just can't handle the oh, stress. I like it. Okay. So this is really good for, um, to prevent cancer, to, uh, just general wellness. Yeah. yeah I like that. So that's why I do it. Okay. Yes. Cause I mean, that's a whole other topic that we could dive into. Okay. So then, exactly. you, then you break your fast. What are you eating? So when I break my fast, I do um, a green smoothie. This It's actually the Plant Paradox green smoothie. Um, and it has half an avocado, uh, lemon juice, mint. Um, I always throw some basil or cilantro in there too. Mm-hmm. It actually gives it a nice fresh taste. Um, romaine lettuce, some spinach. Um, and I put a little moringa powder in it because um, that's a great source of polyphenols. Mm. And I blend it up with some water and some ice and it's very, very refreshing. Okay. Um, there's no protein in that though. So sometimes yeah. I'm also a little bit hungry even after having yes. that. Right. Um, and I'll do maybe some sardines on this toast that I created the recipe for. Oh, nice. Um, mm-hmm. doesn't have any, any Grain. of those yeah. grains. Yeah. Um, and or like a little salad that I make with the sardines. I love sardines. I probably have about a can a day. 
I wish uh, my husband eats them. And every time I smell them, I'm like, oh, the, my girls are like, ah, oh. <laughs> I know. I it's wish, a little, I, I wish you I gotta know how it. to make them right. You gotta yeah. know how to make them right. Okay. Yeah. He can just um, eat it right out of a can. I'm like, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, there's certain brands of sardines that taste better than others. Okay. Good to know. What, so what, know what which... brand do you like? Um, I love the Matisse brand. Okay. Matisse. You can find that at, um, world market. Okay. Whole Foods has it also. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So then, so then, so you're, so you're eating that. So is that generally a smoothie and then sardines and grain free toast or salad? Mm-hmm. Is that kind of what, is there any other kind of protein that you eat uh, for lunch or is it generally sardines? You know what? If I'm on the, I all have an egg, like a soft boiled oh, egg yeah. too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, or if I'm on a go on the go on a rush, I'll just grab a handful of walnuts and I love that. Okay. It's like my, my, Fast food is a handful of walnuts, a packet of um, olives for from Trader Joe's, and then we're done. Did you say olives? A packet of olives? Yeah. Olives? Okay. Mm-hmm. So like it's in a, a packet? Yes. No. Oh, um, okay. You have Trader Joe's over there, yeah. don't you? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You know, have I'll you ever seen those little green, um, they're like little bags of olives? Oh, I should look. Yeah. I look for them. They're so delicious. And then you see, okay. So then are you snacking um, between dinner and lunch? I try my best not to, but sometimes I do. And And what does that look like? Jicama. Love jicama. Okay. Yes. Uh Mm -hmm. Or just um, just eating jicama. Lime, salt, um, and a little bit of chili powder or Cholula. You know, I'm half Mexican, so. Yeah. Do you eat that with like a fat or anything like that? Um, the jicama, no. Sometimes no. avocado if I want to. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's it. And then, what does your dinner look like? And then we'll jump into the girls because I, I, I could keep talking to you, uh, but I'm like the time. I know I have to get with the time, or we'll go right over into my other podcast. So, um, it's just, it's just so fun talking about all this. So, okay. So, what? Tell me what you do for dinner, and then we'll jump into what the girls generally eat. Okay. Well, I try to make one dinner for the family. Sure. Um, and if, if I had my way, okay. <laughs> the girls would be eating the same thing as me, but sometimes I've got, I, I've got to give concessions a lot. So, sure. um, last night I made a tortilla soup. Okay. Um, they did not eat it, but they ate some tacos. Okay. Um, so I did, you know, the almond flour, siete tacos yeah. and my most success, my, they eat the most vegetables when I do a taco night. Cause I oh. put a platter. Yep filled with, um, sliced avocado, sliced radishes, sliced, um, uh, cabbage, mm-hmm. some onions, cilantro, some sprouts. And I just put out this platter and I warm up the, the siete tortillas yep. and they love just grabbing a tortilla and filling it with a bunch of vegetables. They feel very autonomous Aww. and I am so happy. Yeah. And they're happy because they feel like they have control over what they're eating. Got it. So they don't put cheese on it, right? You don't, you don't have oh, cheese? Oh, yeah. They, there was cheese. They, cheese so they for do sure. cheese and your husband does cheese, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. So so for you, you're doing tortilla soup. What is like another, what's another dinner that you might um, do um, often just to give the listeners some ideas? Um, some sauteed leafy greens. Um, there's a, I have an exact tutorial on how to make those on my Instagram if they want to take oh, a look okay. at that. Yeah, I'll put that on um, the show notes. But yeah, sauteed leafy greens with um, some olive oil, a good amount of lemon juice. Um, and I love using collard green or dandelion greens, you know, mm-hmm. kale. Yeah. Um, 
And I do that also with some salmon, which I love. Um, cauliflower rice is so delicious if you make it properly. Cause that's like cauliflower flour rice is just a, a vehicle for a million spices. And I oh, love to make like a heavy turmeric curry, curry cauliflower yeah. rice. It's so good. I love it. Okay. Um, so sorry. Is, yes. Is, okay. So with the girls, um, so you kind of mentioned what they do in the morning. So what do you send them to school with? Um, well, they, we have these little, those planet box lunches. So yeah. they have all these little bento compartments. Yeah. Um, and they all like different things. So sometimes one of them is really into a cup. Actually, two of them are really into what we call crepes. Okay. And they're the, they're the Nuco by Cocoa um, kind of coconut rolls. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, spread them out, put some almond butter on it. Um, maybe a little like this, like proteinella. It's like a, a fake Nutella, but okay. they don't know the difference. Yeah. Um, or a little bit of strawberry jam. Roll it up put it in their lunch and then just some fruit, like some mango, some, you know, I always put a little piece of chocolate in there. Oh yeah. Like dark chocolate like, you know, or milk chocolate? Dark chocolate. Okay. My girls only know dark chocolate. Oh, that makes sense. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, and, and then some little nuts, some walnuts or whatever. I just try to fill the compartments yeah. with, you know. Okay. <laughs> so what, uh, okay. And then when they get home from school, what, what kind of snack are they probably eating? Um, I do smoothies when they come home from school okay. quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. Do you put protein in it or is it just um, a I, vegetable smoothie, fruit smoothie? I do a, um, I always do uh, some collagen okay. powder in it. Yep. So if it's a chocolate smoothie, it's the chocolate collagen pl- powder and I mm-hmm. make it super fatty. I put the MCT oil in it. Mm. I put, um, I put milk in it, the whole milk, yep. also some heavy cream sometimes and or some yogurt, whole, uh, you know, the yep. whole milk yogurt. Yeah. Um, and then a few scoops of chocolate. If it's a fruit smoothie, I put the flavorless collagen powder, but the same thing. There's always MCT oil in it, um, some milk, um, and fiber powder. I always oh, put fiber, fiber powder, powder in okay. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So as we end, so we've talked about, you know, we've said this kind of in passing. So you found that just having, you know, more youthful and radiant skin and looking younger, obviously you're, somebody thought you had a nose job and it's, <laughs> it's, it's really kind of, I think when it comes down to removing all the inflammatory foods, right? Would you say? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And then, you know, the other thing that I wanted to talk about too, is that, um, you know, I'm curious, you know, people are like, I'm so busy, right? So how... How do you eat this healthy? So I, I know you said like eat the walnuts and the olive oil. I mean the olives in the back. So is there something else too that you find, okay, this helps when, or you're just trying to, you know, you get home from work and you're just like, I got to get this done. Any thoughts on that? Um, when I am the busiest I'm ever going to be in my life, I focus on um, preparing in the small amounts of time that I have. So everybody, like we have very busy weeks. And sometimes there's not a, a, a shred of time, yeah. but on the weekends, mo- more than likely you've got, you know, a couple of hours. So I discovered meal planning when I was the busiest in my life. I told you I was out of my house from 6am until 1030 at night. And I still managed to, you know, conquer this goal of this diet that I wanted to lose all this weight on. Um, so on Sunday night, I figured out what I was going to be eating that week. 
what I can make ahead. And I would just make a giant batch of a salad and then portion out, out into three or four, um, you know, containers, put that in the refrigerator. I would make my own dressing. It's so important to make your own dressing. You can make a huge batch of it and I would portion that out into these little, you know, containers that I got also. And then you could just grab them and go. And you find that you actually, if you just spend an hour and a half to two hours a week on a Sunday night, or even on Monday after the kids have gone to bed, and even though you're so tired and all you want to do is sit on the couch and scroll your phone. (laughs) Yeah. If you can just get your butt up and do it for a little bit. I love it. Or make a giant batch of chicken overnight. That's actually, I did that last week. I'm like, I should be doing this every single night. Last week, I used some um, leftover pickle uh, brine that I had. And I just dumped it into the slow cooker with some chicken breast, turned it on and went to bed. And in the morning, I had this delicious shredded chicken. I was like, oh, dinner's ready. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The the pressure cooker, you know, the Instapot, the slow cooker, all that crack pot. I, I feel like those are our friends and people forget about those. People totally forget about them. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Anis, we're at the end of the show. Is there anything else that you would like to add that we might have skipped over that you want to add? You know, I think supplements are a, a very overlooked thing mm. um, as far as a, a tool to help help you get into, you know, optimal health. Um, so definitely integrate that vitamin D, um, MCT oil comes in capsules, you know, make sure, make sure you're getting all of those things. And I think it's the, the main takeaway is just, um, to, if you don't make yourself a priority, your children are going to see that Mm. and they're, they're going, that's going to be their model. So when your children see you make health a priority, um, they will aspire to that as well. I love that. And I think that's so good for moms to hear because I think they think the opposite, right? Keep yourself at the bottom of the totem pole. Um, I put everybody first, but then that sets up, especially your girls uh, later in life that, oh, my mom never took care of herself. She always was last. And so therefore I should do that, right? And then it just keeps creating that cycle. I really always think about an airplane when they're saying you need to put the oxygen mask on yourself so that you can put it on them. Right. So oh, if you're 100%. passed out, how are you helping them? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's about transparency with them too. Yeah. I mean, it, sometimes emotionally they, the kids get just bogged down and everything and I can feel my blood pressure starts to rise. And I'm like, I am about to scream or grab somebody's arm way too aggressively. <laughs> and and you, you just have to be transparent with them. Yeah. And I just say to them, girls, I can feel myself getting really upset right now. I'm going to take a break. (laughs) I love it. That's so good. Yeah. Instead of screaming your head off. I think that's a better option. (laughs) Just please don't kill each other up here. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, I'm going to leave, but don't kill each other. Um, Okay. So Anais, where can people find you? And I also will be putting this in the show notes so that people can go back in and look at it. Okay. Um, You can find me on my Instagram, Anais Goldberg. You can find me on my website cookwithanais.podia.com. Um, and I have a supplement line called Biologic Youth. It's biologicyouth.com. Perfect. And I, like I said, I'll put that all in the show notes. Um, Anais, thank you so much for coming on the show. I could talk to you for 
much longer. Um, but I love this stuff. I, I love that you're passionate uh, about all this and that you are teaching your girls um, a different way of think, uh, thinking in regards to their body image and, uh, you know, about food and the nutrients versus a number on the scale or, you know, um, what, what their body looks like in the sense of size. Um, I think, you know, especially the kids that grew up in the eighties and all that kind of stuff, right. It was just, um, fat free everything and Mm -hmm. snack wells and uh, (laughs) fat was bad. And and so it's like retraining a whole new generation of, uh, what food to eat because back then it's like diet soda and fat free food. Right. So, yeah, it was get as much processed, refined calories food into your body (laughs) as you possibly can as long as it says fat free exactly yeah exactly all right all right well thank you so much for coming on the show today thank you so much for having me ever thank you for listening to today's episode to learn more on how to work with me go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash coaching see you there